Welcome to the Heal Your Life Talk radio show. I am Victoria Johnson from victoriajohnson.org, your host and Heal Your Life workshop teacher trainer and Heal Your Life coach trainer in Canada. I am the author of the best-selling book, Do That and Then Some, Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough, based on the teachings of Louise Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and many more great teachers, authors, and thought leaders. Tune in for tips on how to heal your life now with power statements, affirmations, visualizations, reflection time, and real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity. Learn to transform your thoughts and words. Learn to love yourself even more based on the techniques of Louise Hay and You Can Heal Your Life. We will be ending today's Heal Your Life Talk radio show with specific power statements, affirmations, and treatments to help you heal your life based on what we have talked about on the show. So stay tuned to change your thoughts and heal your life even more. As Louise Hay often said, the point of power is in the present moment. So let's get started. Today's guest is Jennifer Laputra from Brazil. Her website is beyourbetter.com.br. You can also find Jennifer on Instagram, Instagram forward slash beyourbetter. Jennifer is a veterinarian and has most recently been the manager of a multinational company. Seven years ago, she began her self-knowledge path, and that led her into a career of coaching where she studied to become a Heal Your Life workshop teacher and coach as well. She is accepting new clients, and the best way to contact her is through her Instagram account, which again is Instagram forward slash be your better. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Hi. <laughs> Hello. It is so great to have you here. I always enjoy your company. I'm so happy to be here too. So it's amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. You know, we met through Heal Your Life training in Canada, where you came this whole way, all the way over here to Canada, uh, which showed great faith on your part and great commitment, and joined us in Victoria, BC, where we did two-week training, and you were certified as a Heal Your Life workshop teacher and coach. So that is how I met you. But what I would really like to know is, where did you first learn about Louise Hay and the book, You Can Heal Your Life? How did that come to be part of your life? Yes. So as you said, I started my path of self-knowledge about seven years ago. And um, first time that I heard about Louise Hay, it was doing a class, a workshop of Reiki. Reiki I don't know how to mm-hmm. say it in English. So the energizing by the hands. Yes. And um, there was the first time that I real, really remember this, somebody talking about Louise Hay. And I, in one moment, I bought her book, but I didn't start to read uh, in the same time. And after I continued doing some courses and workshops, and always someone was talking about Louise. And um, when I was doing my post-graduation on NLP, they started to talk about her again. And I went to home and I saw her book that I already had, but I never really started to read. (laughs) So I started, you know, I think each thing has the great time to happen in your life. So even for books. So I started to read her books and uh, her main book that it's um, 
Heal Your Life. I forget the name in English, sorry. You can heal your life. You can heal life. <laughs> Thank you. And so I really practiced all the exercise, even if I, I already was in the path of self-knowledge. And they were so powerful, so, so powerful. And so I did one specific exercise that really changed a belief that I had with myself, like a limited belief uh, about 30 years. And uh, I remember that I cried a lot in my in my bed, bedroom that day, uh, that night for hours because I was really feeling like a release of something really toxic in my body and in my thoughts. And that was so amazing. I, I thought with myself that was the greatest gift that I could give to myself. And so I saw the real power of her work. And um, so I, I share on my Instagram, like, oh my God, you everybody should read this book. It's so amazing. It changed really something big in my life. And so uh, I met you by Instagram and I saw the, the formation, the workshop to be a teacher, your life teacher or in Louise Method. And I was so, oh my God, I can't believe that exists. Exist. I was like, this. I wanted that so, so, so much. And uh, I started to talk with you and I just loved you. You know that, well, we have a story because I just love Victoria. She's amazing. And uh, I saw the, the traveling for Canada and I subscribed and I, I went there. And all the book and the book, meditations that I did from Louisa was already like so transforming for me but after I did the work today's workshop and all the formation my husband said I never saw you like that it was so easygoing I don't know how to say I was I really make the peace of my inner child and that changed a lot of things for me in my life I even I, even I am emotional when I was when I'm saying that because it was like big big difference. So I think this is the the basic of the beginning of my story with Louise. And after well, each workshop or each client or each meditation that I do, so amazing for the clients and for me too because I'm learning every day. So it's um, it's amazing. You know what? It is. It is amazing. And what else I find amazing is that a book that was written in the 1980s, I believe it was written in about 1986 or so, I might be off by a year or two there, that something so powerful could come through those words to have you have this amazing releasing experience yeah. at your home all these years later, just by reading the words. Exactly. And reading the words and something that I think she did on this book, and it's not all the books that have, it's the exercise that, you know, you can do by your own in your house to start. And I think it's amazing. And even for people who want to do the workshop with me of the two days, I always say start doing the book already, even before the the workshop, I really encourage people to do the exercise because, as we say, uh, we have so many layers <laughs> of uh, beliefs. And, you know, earlier you start to take off these layers, doing by a book or workshop, it, it will be great for your life. And, yes, her book has this amazing power. 
There is a workbook that goes along with You Can Heal Your Life. It is the Heal Your Life You Can Heal Your Life workbook or companion workbook, depending on where you're looking at it. You can find it through Amazon or Hay House. And the reason I mention it is because you make a good point. It doesn't matter how many times you do the work, there is another layer. Exactly. I have this workbook and I I did uh, some, I think I did almost the whole workbook before the formation in Canada. And Mm -hmm. it was so amazing. And sometimes I go back to this workbook and I do again the exercise. And first, I love because I have all the answers that I did in the first place. (laughs) And when I read the old beliefs, I'm like, oh my God, it looked like, I don't know, 20 years ago because so many things changed since I I did this exercise and I changed my mind. And it's just amazing to believe that it was me to putting that answers, you know, I even can recognize that believes it's it's amazing. I love it. When we look back like that, I think we see our growth, but we also see the things that we were affirming for coming true. I know I recently looked back on a book a time that I did the workbook, which was, would have been in about 2012. And the words I had written were, I travel the world and share my story and people are healed by it. Now, in my mind, I had decided that I would be physically traveling. So I would be on an airplane traveling the world, sharing my story and people would be healed by it. But interestingly enough, when I looked back at it about a year ago, uh, I was the editor for the Heal Your Life Worldwide News and Inspiration So what I was doing was sharing my story, sharing other people's stories all around the world, and people were being healed by it. Yeah, that's amazing. It's It's just crazy. (laughs) This manifestation that comes about in our lives that, you know, we didn't plan. Like I said, in my mind, I thought I would be traveling, but no, it's just, you know, something that is able to be done that way. And now to be able to be done on this radio show as well, traveling the world. I'm in Brazil with you today. The listeners are in Brazil with you today. And we're all sharing our stories. And I truly believe that when we share our stories of adversity and overcoming them, other people around the world can say, hey, I know how that feels. That happened to me. And I felt the same way. And I can be healed by that as well. So I appreciate so much when people like you are willing to be open and to share your experiences. I want to go back to something else that you said, which was, I was releasing the emotions of the inner child. Yes. What does does that mean to you? Uh, So I think, I think, no, I'm sure. And well, by the time that I have all my clients, I can see how important that is uh, when we are a child, uh, as Louise say, so many things that we absorb from our parents, our school, our teacher, our society about ourselves, that's not true. And uh, for me, what happened it was that I changed so much to please the people that I love because I was really self-confident when I was uh, young. And uh, I discovered older that to be uh, self-confident brings some, um, how can I say in English, uncomfortable uh, feelings mm-hmm. for some members of my family because they are, were, weren't. They weren't, that's right, self-confident. So, of course, as we know, I don't think they, I'm sure they didn't say anything unconscious. They Mm -hmm. they couldn't feel that they didn't have this self-confidence. But they put me very 
uh, lower and say that that was bad, that to be self-confident wasn't great, people don't like that and this stuff. And I really start to uh, change myself to please my family and my friends. So I started to be shy and to not say what I thought, really to start to being another person. (laughs) And I did that for years, you know, always trying to please others. And one, one thing that I discovered, perhaps we can't please everybody. And that was like big releasing of my inner child because I was, I was always trying to please others, but I wasn't being myself. And uh, that was like a huge release just to be fun again, funny and happy and easy, you know, living the life easier. And it's hard to explain how freedom I get, how many freedom I get with with this uh, childhood insight and exercise. But for me, I think was it was one of the main points to change a lot of things in my life. That makes a lot of sense to me because I have young grandchildren and I watch them when they are very young, you know, three and four and five years old, and they're, you know, standing on the little shelf shelf I have for their boots and so on. And they're looking in the mirror and, and they're saying, I love you and <laughs> you're beautiful. And, you know, when you tell them, oh, you did a great job of that. They're like, I know. And they're excited <laughs> and they're confident. And then something happens with us as we get a little bit older And we're told, we're either told or it's implied to us that it is not okay to feel really great about yourself. Exactly. I think everybody passed by that. That's so sad. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, we get to this point where we will find that we're, for me anyways, and, and tell me if it was for you too, that we're finding ways even to deflect our good qualities. So, you know, if someone says to you, you know, oh, you're such a great person, you're such an inspiration to other people, we play it down. And instead of saying, thank you, it's a gift, and I embrace it, we say, oh, well, you know, I just do what everybody else does, you know, and we play ourselves down. And there's a quote by Marianne Williamson in A Return to Love, where she talks about, you know, who am I to play small? And, um, you know, just to paraphrase, you know, by shining my light, I give other people permission to do the same. Exactly. I think this is amazing. And I was even doing an exercise a few minutes before we start to talk, because Mm -hmm. I do this every day. I'm always working by myself. And uh, it's amazing how even after all this time, you know, sometimes you can find some sparkles of um, beliefs that it's limited on mm-hmm. inside yourself and about what you're saying when people say good things about you and you're always like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just that or not accepting. I think for me, the word it's coming now, it's like, it's kind of like you feel like a guilt to be like sometimes... Uh, happy or guilt to be successful because I don't know you're kind of you 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 think I think in my case <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, I'm blessed I'm not blessing I'm hurting somebody to being like this shy person and it's not this true but uh, it's the belief that we have you know when you're too shining 
perhaps you're just hurting or putting some, somebody else like down, but this is not true. I think the, the feeling that it has inside of me, it's guilt, you know, when I'm shining, it's like, oh my God, but somebody it's not. And this is just a, a bad dreaming. <laughs> I don't know how to say yeah. that. <laughs> you know, I think that you make a very good point on that as well in that so often, well, we're taught again by society to just be mediocre, to be average, to not be too dull or too bright. Exactly. <laughs> just to fit in. But when we are in our brightest selves and when we are shining that light and when we're being true to who we really are, that's when we're doing what we came here to do. Yes, exactly. So how did you overcome that? How did you, you know, did you just wake up one day and say, that's it, I'm going to be me? Or, or how did that go for you? How did you overcome that adversity? Uh, so one thing that I, I like to say, and I think Louise will be a little bit mad with me because I say that, <laughs> because it's a not a good, it's not, a, it's not an affirmation, but it's not a warning, but just, you know, sometimes it's, it takes times. Perhaps not for everyone, but for some people, it takes time. And it took mm -hmm. time for me. And it, it's a great path, but it takes time to sometimes have a great result. And I see in some clients or even people who I talk, they're so anxious because it's not happening like this, you know. And it, it's a path. It's not like a, a thing to do for three months and after, after stop because... Each time you go deeper in your in your layers, and what it's amazing because deeper you go in, in your layers, that is because you already achieve a lot of different results. I don't know if it how it yes. works for you, but it's how it worked for me. And this is amazing. So you start by the the smaller belief, the first one that came to your mind. And uh, for me, it's this daily work of different kind of exercise. And always questioned by myself or doing good affirmations uh, to have like an upgrade inside of my feelings. Mm -hmm. and, and the results, it's, it's just what appears because you change your mind. It, it looked like easy, like as we said, but in the beginning of the path, sometimes people are scared because they aren't seeing the results as fast as they, they want and they stop to believe. And they stopped you doing. That's so bad because the results really came. That's the amazing thing. They absolutely will. And I love what you're saying here about really giving yourself time. So often I think that we decide that we want to get on this spiritual growth path and we want to make changes in our life and we want it right now. Yeah. And knowing that things do take time and then being hard on ourselves when we fall back into a pattern, maybe we're gossiping or we're being negative or, you know, just that that energy around us isn't what we would like for it to be. And I think that really happens. We get impatient and we stop. We just completely stop. Right. And I remember being at an event where Louise Hay was speaking and they were doing a question and answer from the audience. And somebody said, how do you do it? Like, how are you just like this 24 hours a day? And she laughed and she said, I'm not. Yes. Um, she's like, but if I'm this way, you know, 80 percent of the time, then maybe I can be this way 85 percent of the time. 
you know, and, and it just grows and grows and grows. And she said, and in the beginning, it was probably 20% of the time. And so I love what you've shared. I love what you're saying too, about just really planting those seeds and then giving them time to take root and to grow and to push through the ground and have there be a a physical manifestation that you can actually see. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to say that because as you said, by your history, like of traveling the world, and it wasn't as you thought, but it's exactly what you are doing. People, when they don't receive exactly what they ask, but it's still amazing, but it's not exactly what they ask. Sometimes they, they are not looking at the amazing other part that the thing happened, but a little bit different, but it really happened. And it's still amazing. But people are stuck sometimes in their visions. And uh, and um, it's why sometimes I think things already start to change. But people are so stuck in one kind of vision that they can see all the results. And um, so I think when you are aware about the change in every kind, this is important to you, you know, like uh, to see all the different things. <laughs> Absolutely. And the word that's coming to my mind as you speak is surrender. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't go out and buy airline tickets and, and get travel visas for all these different countries. I just did my thing and let the universe take care of it. And that surrender is a huge piece, especially for someone who is, like I am, a little bit controlling by nature. So just <laughs> surrender. <laughs> she laughs. She laughs because I'm laughing because I am like this. <laughs> <laughs> and so this surrender piece is just so incredibly beautiful. I would love for you to share with the listeners an example of when you've used like the mind, body, soul connection in your life. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, sorry to interrupt you, but it's just, uh, I just have an insight of something to say Beautiful. Uh, when yeah. you're saying this. Uh, the second point that I think that was really, really important for me in the beginning of the work with Louise, in, in my experience for me, it's first the inner child, self-knowledge and all this stuff, like clearing like bad souvenirs and this stuff, but the trust. And, you know, it's kind of came with surrender. And I really had troubles in trusting in something bigger, you know, uh, I think because I am a controller too. So <laughs> and that was something really hard. And I really pushed, pushed me really hard to be like this, to be everything. And once I start to trust in something bigger, that was a relief and really things start to coming you know why because i think once i start to trust i gave up of one of the worst energy that i had that is fear ah. I felt that but once when i started trust, you gave up fear yeah because you know fear i think it's it's something that i really i felt a lot before louise work and i can feel a, a lot with people around you know people are just they have fear that stuff doesn't happen or fear that bad things happen with them. And I was passing by this too. And once I, I start trusting something bigger, like, and feel loved by myself, but 
by something bigger too. I just stopped to have this fear, you know, and that was really big change for me. I really want to share this too. I think it's important. <laughs> so when you gave up the fear and you embraced the trust, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that things started to move really quickly in your life. Yes. <laughs> now, I, um, I seem to recall um, a story of how you manifested your husband. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that a lot of people are tuning in to listen to that right now as well. How did that work out for you? It was amazing. I said, first thing, I really did the work on myself to be okay with myself. And I did a yes. lot of things with this and to know what I wanted and what I didn't want. I think this is the most important because before just going out with other people, like just to experience that it's great because I did that before to met my husband. And I think it was important to understand what I wanted and what I want in a, in a man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you, if, you who are listening to this, you are in this phase and just going out and see people great. Just understand what it's important for you in a companion or not. But once I, I had understand all of this and I had understand what was important for me, I just believed on that and trust in something bigger and said, okay, I think now it's a good year to... To, to let my future husband let it in in my life. And so I put on my agenda all the, like, I think it was the 12 bigger quality that I want on my husband. And mm -hmm. no kidding, like two days before, after that, I wrote in my, in my workbook, a really good friend of mine called me and said, Oh my God, I already, I didn't say anything for anybody about this, but he just called me and said, I already know your future husband. I don't know why I never present him to you. <laughs> and it was like, I even look at, at Sky and say, really? Already? Like, this is a joke? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, definitely. and it's so true. And and I like the point that you make that you focus on what you want. There's a chapter in my book that is all about that. Put your focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. And, you know, a story from my past is that I came up with a scenario for what I don't want when I was dating. And I had this idea, you know, men can't be trusted. I don't want somebody who's a drinker. I don't want somebody, you know, who will be going out all night or who will be cheating. I don't want somebody who doesn't want to work. I don't want somebody who doesn't want to travel. And all of my focus was on what I don't yeah. want. <laughs> so I love that you literally wrote the 12 qualities down that you want in a man. Two days later, the name shows up and, and yeah. now uh, you're, you've been married for almost a year. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Almost. And we lived together about four years ago already. And it's, he's really the man of my life. It's amazing. Amazing. Oh, Thank I love you. it. I love it. <laughs> and so did you do any affirmations about around that or did you just write your list? I just uh, wrote my list, but you know, like, as we know, affirmations, it's, um, it's feelings, it's visualization, it's, um, it's what affirmation brings. It's all the feeling that it comes with the affirmation. 
And I just, um, I just put, I wrote the qualities, but I was really like feeling the man mm -hmm. coming to my life, you know? And I think this made the difference. I can even remember exactly the feeling and the places where I was feeling that so hard, so hard in, hard in my heart. So that is a, an affirmation <laughs> for me. It is. You're absolutely right. That is definitely a form of affirmation. And for those of you who are listening, who are looking for that relationship, Jennifer makes such a great point about attaching to the feeling. So if you want to feel supported by another person, visualize that happening. Esther Hicks with her Abraham work, teachings of Abraham, she talks about that a lot as well. Connect with the feeling, acting as if. So connect with the feeling of having that loving, supporting, trustworthy soulmate in your life. Yeah, that's really powerful, really. Oh, so powerful. So I forgot your question of like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I forget my question too, but I'm on to a new one that I'd like to ask you, which is what does your day look like? So when you get up in the morning, do you have a specific thing that you do every morning or a specific thing that you do every night to really enhance your spiritual growth? How do you stay being your awesome self? Yes. This is a good question. Um, so every morning I wake up, I, I think for all, I have gratitude for all that I have, my husband, my house. I do affirmations and visualizations of what I want. So this is a technique. It's, it's a, another person, but it's really mm -hmm. look like it's um, Vishnu Lakhiani. It's um, a man who do a work and he used these visualizations for three years ago. And then you put the visualization for your day to have this dream happening in three years. I don't know if I, I was clear about the exercise. Mm -hmm. So I do this and so I do the affirmations of my day, what I'm going to do. I still have the affirmations that a friend did on the workshop for me every that we said it was mm -hmm. useful to read every day. And sometimes I read again, but after like, I think I read this about uh, eight months every day, the same. And it's a, have a lot of uh, trust on universe and this stuff. And I think the most important thing that I do, because I do meditations, sometimes I don't have time to do in the moment that I wake up, but I will do before I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And uh, every day that I have a bad emotion or when I feel bad emotion, I do an exercise of forgiveness or I really question myself and try to find where is the roof of this feeling. And then I go to the exercise of forgiveness of the mirror work doing that I love myself and I accept myself and I believe on myself. And so this is the, the biggest affirmation that I do for me, like every day in a moment in my day. And I will do, if I don't feel any bad feelings, I will do in the morning or before to go to sleep. But if I feel bad feelings, like a bad emotions, I will do immediately. At the moment, I will not wait until to go to sleep to do that. I will, if my clients go out or in the first moment that I have five minutes alone, 
I will go to the mirror and do mirror work like anytime mm -hmm. it needs in the day. So this is um, this is something that I think it's really important to say to people like if you have a routine, it's great. But all, I think the most important is to do all the time that you feel. Don't pass. Don't say, oh, I will do it in five minutes. No, if you can, just make an excuse, go to the bathroom and look to the mirror and do some exercise of forgiveness or love yourself or something like this. That it, Try every, one, every, every exercise until you feel better and don't go out before you go. You feel better. I think this is the really important point for me, at least. That is an amazing self-care tip. And to not store things in the body, to just go deal with it immediately. So if something comes up where you're feeling angry or hurt or any of the negative emotions, you know, asking yourself, where am I feeling this in my body? Really making that connection in the mirror with yourself, using affirmations, loving yourself. And a lot of times we can use that mirror too for just having that simple conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're looking in the mirror and saying, this happened today. This is how I wish I would have handled it. I'm willing to release it. Exactly. And I, do, I say a lot, I'm willing to release like old limitation belief. I say a lot of this, like a clearing before mm -hmm. I go to sleep. I always like do a scan on my body and say all bad thoughts that I had or that I heard about some, you know, sometimes people came to tell you some, some stuff that it's really It's not important. So I always do like this trash work in the end of the day, like everything that it's not important for me, just leave off my body and my mind. And uh, I think this is great to have a good night of sleep and start fresh for the next day. Oh, I absolutely love that tip as well, you know, because you're absolutely right. We pick things up from other places where we don't necessarily even realize that we're doing it. Maybe it's our clients, maybe it's, you know, a grumpy co-worker or a parent at school or something you've seen on the television. Yes. Uh, I yes, you know, just, just things that, that penetrate into our subconscious mind. And then we, again, carry that within us. And so just releasing that as a regular practice. Jennifer, it has been absolutely amazing to talk to you. These are great tips for our listeners. I love how you have just become such a master manifester in your life. I will share uh, very quickly with the listeners that not only did you manifest your husband, but you manifested your home. Yes. Um, <laughs> everything, my work, my home, my husband, everything. Even my uh, physical appearance, you know, like changing everything. It's a just amazing work. And just to complete, uh, you asked about my relation with my body. Yes. And um, I, since I, I met the Louise work, I already, before that, I could kind of understand that my body and my mind was related. But since I met her work, like, I think I can count on my fingers how many times I take, I took a medicine are mm -hmm. drugs for disease and I always talking with my body always if I felt something bad I will talk with my body and try to understand what is the message and of course I will do the affirmation of the book and even like last week I did um, an intors how can I say in my foot intors and my 
somebody of my family did the same thing in the same day. And I did my affirmations every day and I didn't need to use any boots or anything like this. And she was like with the foot uh, stuck in a boot and this stuff. And I was, wow, this is so amazing how healing it could be to do uh, the affirmations and how fast it goes. So this is amazing. I love to do this work, really. You are so focused and so consistent. And that is what, you know, has just really enriched your life and made you such an amazing coach as well. And I would love for anyone listening who's looking for a coach, by all means, get a hold of Jennifer, uh, Instagram.com forward slash be your better or her website, be your better.com.br. Um, but just so you know, the Instagram is the site that is in English and uh, Jennifer is fluent in several languages. That's correct. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then in French, because I'm, Fr- I'm French too. So I have a lot of clients from France by Skype. And uh, if you are French <laughs> and you want a coaching from, then I'm absolutely ab- available for this too. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. And uh, anyone who is being coached by you will um, also benefit from all of these great things that you are teaching. So what I would like to do now is just to close out our call with a treatment from the You Can Heal Your Life book. And these are Louise's words, her affirmations, her declarations for things that are going on within our lives to help improve our lives. So for those of you listening who are in a place where you can close your eyes and relax and take a nice deep breath and settle in, please do that. If it is not safe to do so, please keep your eyes on the road or the treadmill or wherever you happen to be. But otherwise, for those of you who can close your eyes, let's do that now. Nice and relaxed, taking a nice deep breath. In the infinity of life where I am, all is perfect, whole, and complete. I now choose calmly and objectively to see my old patterns, and I am willing to make changes. I am teachable. I can learn. I am willing to change. I choose to have fun doing this. I choose to react as though I have found a treasure when I discover something else to release. I see and feel myself changing moment by moment. Thoughts no longer have any power over me. I am the power in my world, and I choose to be free. All is well in my world, and so it is. Thank you, and so it is. Thank you so much for joining us, Jennifer. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Thank you very much for the invitation. It was amazing to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. We hope that you learn tips to help you heal your life even more. For more information on Heal Your Life Workshop teacher and coach training, please visit thetraining.ca. For more information on me, your host, Victoria Johnson, please visit victoriajohnson.org. And please order my book on Amazon. Do that and then some. Transform feelings of less than to more than enough. Thanks for joining us.